0: good afternoon everyone good afternoon everyone we are at capacity in this room unless you have an empty seat next to you um, we are full here but we have an overflow room next door and just down the hall which is the which are also televising um, uh, the proceedings there should be about four people per. Uh, Section of the of the there we go. We've got one person looking. Thank you so much. All right. Tonight's session is being interpreted into Spanish. Sam and Alejandro, would you please introduce yourselves and let our viewers know how to enable translation on their devices?
1: Yes, thank you very much for having us. My name is Sam Guzman with the CLC and along with my colleague Alejandro, we will be interpreting today's meeting into Spanish. I'll now give the instructions in Spanish and had a access interpretation through Zoom. Buenas tardes a todos. Mi nombre es Samuel Guzmán con la CLC y juntamente con mi colega Alejandro estaremos interpretando la reunión de hoy al español. Si desea escuchar la reunión en español, simplemente vaya al icono de globo en su pantalla que dice interpretación y de allí seleccione su idioma preferido, español y podrá escuchar la junta. Sigentemente, muchas gracias. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you Sam. Uh, before reconvening a regular meeting council provides a half hour general public comment session to hear from the public on city matters except for one scheduled for a legally required public hearing to maximize time for resident comment council will not offer comments or responses from the dais council or staff may contact speakers following their comment if they raise matters that lend themselves to follow up for those participating in person when called upon please come to the podium on the monitor on the wall you'll see your time counting down For those participating virtually when called upon, please wait until our host promotes you to speaker. Um, When you are promoted, turn on your camera. If you have one and your microphone, all speakers should begin their remarks by telling council your name and you'll have three minutes to speak. Please refrain from profane or obscene speech, direct your comments to council as a whole and refrain from individual or personal attacks, including disparaging other speakers' motives. We will begin in chambers uh, with Neil Merchant. after neil will be elliot fladen go ahead neil
2: hello my name is neil merchant and i'm a resident of the denver's ninth district here to speak in support of a resolution demanding a ceasefire in gaza i thought a lot about what to say today do i read off the latest statistics of how many tens of thousands of innocent palestinians have been killed by israel do i remind the world that two-thirds of those dead are women and children Do I repeat the evidence from South Africa's case in front of the International Court of Justice, showcasing the overt and explicit genocidal rhetoric and actions by Israeli military and political leadership? Do I tell the stories of real people, like our brother, Abdullah Elaga, who's here in this room with us today, who's had over 120 members of his family killed in Gaza, and most recently whose cousins, Borak and Hashem, 18 and 20 years old, American citizens, were kidnapped just last week in Gaza by Israeli occupation forces? Or do I talk about how mainstream news diminishes the reality of those like six-year-old Hind Rajab, who was just last week murdered, along with her entire family by Israeli forces as they tried to flee. Yesterday, the New York Times headline read, Missing six-year-old and rescue team found dead in Gaza. Found dead, never killed, anything to avoid acknowledging the elephant in the room. The elephant, of course, is Israel's ongoing occupation, apartheid, genocide, and ongoing war crimes against the Palestinian people. And to those who insist that Hamas has to go, I hope you can join me in agreeing that yes, all extremists must go. All of those who reject our collective humanity must go, particularly those who actually hold the power in this scenario. Every call for Hamas to give up power must be joined by a demand for Netanyahu and his extremist Likud party to step down. Every call for the release of hostages must include the thousands of innocent Palestinian men, women, and children who have been held without charge or due process for years in Israeli prisons. But the thing I really wanna talk about today is us right here in this room, and why it's so important that Denver passes this call for a ceasefire today. Our leadership has failed us Joe Biden has failed us Jared Polis has failed us even my progressive heroes like Bernie Sanders and Jeff Merkley will give lip service to Gaza but then vote to send more money and bombs to Israel hypocrisy up and down the whole chain. Our leadership and institutions are trying desperately to sweep this all under the rug to deny dismiss and diminish the reality that all of us have seen so plainly live streamed directly to our eyeballs from the brave Palestinian journalists on the ground in Gaza. I have seen one too many videos of dead children, intestines spilling out onto the floor to be gaslit by Zionist propaganda. Support for these war crimes is bipartisan, and the pro-Israel lobby money is working overtime. The United States is fully complicit in these crimes, and you and I, willingly or not, are complicit too. Our tax dollars run this whole dang operation. In December, President Biden and Secretary Blinken bypassed Congress to fast-strike a quarter of a billion dollars of funding and weapons to Israel. But institutions don't ever change from the top. The swell always has to start from individual people having these conversations with each other on a human level. If there's one thing I want you to take away from listening to everyone speak today, it's the understanding that every conversation you have with someone, you're not just speaking to them, you are speaking through them to a thousand more people because for every person you do reach, they will go on to have those conversations with so many others. And please, please do not let the empty accusations of anti-Semitism that you will undoubtedly hear after me distract from the reality here. Do not boo, do not even acknowledge these trolls. We know what we stand for, and that's human rights. The rest is just noise. So no matter what happens today, do not stop speaking. Your voice is far more powerful than you realize. Your voices are what brought us all here together today and together louder than we could possibly yell on our own. Thank we you very much. That's your now.
0: time. You. We've got a lot of people Thank like you. Our next speaker. Folks, folks, we've got a little bit of time and a lot of speakers. I'd like to get to as many as we possibly can. Elliot Flayden.
3: Elliot Flayden from Superior, Colorado. I'm here to talk about anti-Semitism. You hear often that anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism. So the question then is, what is anti-Semitism? There's a lot of different definitions for it, but the definition I like to go by is having one standard for Jews in Israel that is harsher than the standard you have for everybody else. Under that standard, anti-Zionism may or may not be anti-Semitism. You have to look in practice what the people asserting it preach. If you hold Israel to a standard of genocide that is different from every other country in the world, you are not merely an anti-Zionist, You are an anti-Semite. I would like to pause my time because of all the audience. Keep going.
0: Folks, everyone gets a chance to speak who has signed up under the time that we've allotted. Continue.
3: I note the clock did not pause. But also, if you have a standard for demanding peace of Israel that is different from demanding peace of any other country that has suffered an attack, you are not merely an anti-Zionist. You are an anti-Semite. So the question is, do you have a different standard for Israel than you have for everybody else? On genocide, and this is an important point, you will hear many comments tonight, as you've heard in prior weeks, that Israel is committing a genocide. Genocide under international law and American statute is a specific intent offense. It does not merely mean that civilians die or a lot of civilians die. You have to kill civilians with the intent, the specific intent of wiping out the entire population. One second, I'd like to have my clock paused. Folks. It's still going. I'd like to continue. Okay. Israel has asked civilians to evacuate. It has called in its airstrikes. You do not try to evacuate people you are trying to genocide. Therefore, calling Israel for engaging in a genocide is holding it to a standard different than any other country. Let's look at the proclamation you have before you. Nowhere in this proclamation do I see that Hamas must go from power. Peace requires more than one willing participant. And Hamas has said that it will repeat October 7th again and again. It has said, like many of the Denver communists who organized this rally here on their Instagram page, that Israel has no right to exist. What you your resolution calls for is not peace. It calls for cessation, so Hamas can rearm and commit genocide in the future. If you demand peace under those contexts, that is not protecting civilians. That is holding Israel to a standard different than you would hold any other country. That is why I thank you very much. Oops, no.
0: that, is, That's, that is your time, sir. That is your time that, is, why that I- is your time I- sir no you're done you you've run out of time you've run it. out of time no of sir own. you've run out of time is elise mordos thank you elise come on up after Elise, i have mary cornfield
4: uh, thank you for the time to speak today um i work in district six Um, Your document that I reviewed um, states all Israeli and Palestinian people deserve to live in security, freedom, and peace, and that you respect international law and principles of human rights. But the proclamation itself does not call for the surrender and expulsion of Hamas from Gaza or the West Bank, nor is Hamas mentioned at all. Regardless, I strongly believe a resolution will only create more divisions and fuel more hatred. I strongly urge all of you to vote against it. Denver has one of the largest Jewish populations in the country, with about 84,000 Jews, and we are experiencing extreme levels of anti-Semitism. This here was, is this Keep the World Clean has been viewed here in Denver. Okay, this is an example. Numerous bomb threats have targeted synagogues, vandalization of Jewish institutions and signs, chants calling for the genocide of Jews. Nationwide, last year, one in four American Jews experienced anti-Semitism. <coughs> I fear that your proclamation will make it much worse. Chicago ceasefire resolution that passed. The leaders of Chicago's Jewish community took a full page ad in Chicago Tribune after condemning the resolution, saying it fanned the flames of anti-Semitism. The mayor of San Francisco refused to sign the resolution. In her open letter, she said, city supervisors are neither elected nor qualified to undertake complex foreign policy. The anti Semitism in our city is real and dangerous. My veto would send this issue back to the Board of Supervisors, in whom I have no confidence in this issue. It would lead to more diverse, harmful hearings and fair more anti Semitic attacks. She declined to vote it, uh, to sign it, because she knew it would go back to the council and create more problems. Okay, lastly, city council resolutions have no impact on the war. There have been over 30 resolutions signed. However, Just last week, the Senate passed a $95 billion procurement bill that will provide more aid to Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, along with humanitarian aid to Gaza and Ukraine. It was a final vote of 67 to 27, and it was backed by the Democrats in the Senate. It still needs to be passed, but my point is is that these resolutions are not actually doing anything, and they are actually creating more hatred. Look in this room. Here. Look in this room.
0: How many people do not support
4: this? Quiet, folks. As example, please. As an example, excuse me. Um, I urge you to not vote for this, and I don't want more hatred in Denver. I think it will be very toxic for the community, and I urge you to all vote against it. Please vote against it.
0: Thank you very much. Our next speaker. Our next speaker is Mary Cornfield. Nope, she signed up in person. Do you have a Mary? Great, thank you.
5: Mary, please go ahead. Hi, thank you to our honorable Denver City Council members for the honor of addressing you today. My name is Miri Kornfeld. I'm the director of Stand With Us here in Colorado. Stand With Us is an international nonprofit dedicated to educating about Israel and fighting anti-Semitism. I live in council district number four. Firstly, I want to say that I'd love the opportunity to get to know all of you as individuals. I know that you work very hard and you're all dealing with many months of disruptions to your meetings due to the current Israel Hamas war. I wanted to thank you for removing the ceasefire resolution from your agenda last week. I heard mention of it being too divisive of a topic and that the phrasing of it was problematic. I was quite concerned when I was made aware of the fact that it would be voted upon this week instead. I'm addressing you today as a Jew, a mother, a daughter, an activist, and a concerned Coloradan. I grew up here born and raised, and I have never seen the levels of anti-Semitism that exist here today. I'm appalled and quite frankly, scared. I have been following not only the atrocities that occurred in Israel on October 7th against the innocent civilians, and I'm drawn to tears every time I read another story, but I've been following the backlash that has resulted in rampant anti-Semitism here in Denver as a result. I've been following the activities of the anti-Israel movements in Denver, and their actions are nothing less than double standards and demonization of Israel and the Jewish people. In all of their messaging, anti-Israel movements you've been hearing from have not said a word about the massacre, the rape, the kidnapping, and the other atrocities that occurred on October 7th in Israel. I have not heard them recount the fact that on early Shabbat morning on October 7th in Israel, terrorists entered the home of Roi and Smadar Idan in Kfar Aza, a small, small community, a hop, skip, and a jump away from Gaza, and brutally murdered Roi and Smadar in front of their youngest daughter, Abigail. Abigail's two older siblings, Michael, Mikha, nine, and Amalia, six, survived because they hid in a closet in their home for 14 hours. Abigail crawled out from under her father's dead body and ran to her neighbor's house, while was carrying out the massacre and was subsequently kidnapped and taken hostage by Hamas. She spent her fourth birthday alone in Gaza as a hostage. She was released as part of the hostage jail after spending 40, 50 days alone in Hamas tunnels and is now acclimating to life without any parents. I have not heard them talk about Hamas terrorists who broke into innocent Israelis' homes and started raping mothers while throwing their babies in ovens to burn them alive. Nor have I heard them talk about the bodies of Israelis who were so brutally burned and mutilated after they were murdered that only recently some bodies have been identified via forensic analysis and families choosing to bury their children's toys instead because there's so little left of their bodies. On the contrary, all these anti-Israel movements have done since that horrific day is dehumanize Israelis and promote hate against Jewish people. If the city council is going to condemn anyone, it should be this despicable behavior. And if you're not willing to do that, at least reject their current campaign of hate and work to bring our community and our city together. Additionally, I'm really not sure what the purpose of foreign policy serves on our local city council when we have so many issues that we need to deal with right home, right here, home in our backyards. When these issues become an us versus them, there's no winner. Thank you very much. This is not a zero sum game. This is not Israel versus Palestine. This is humanity versus terrorists. I urge you to- Producer, will you cut the feed? Thank Thank you. you. Thanks folks.
0: Our next speaker send up in chambers, Ellie Taylor.
6: Ellie Taylor, okay.
7: Hello, my name is Elle Taylor, and I am here to speak tonight on behalf of the Party for Socialism and Liberation, of which I am an organizer, and to speak in ardent favor of an immediate and permanent ceasefire in Gaza and the occupied West Bank. For which tonight, uh, a passing of this proclamation will suffice for now, but we must know that the proclamation that's been presented by this Council is not even close to good enough. For 128 days, the American people have watched in horror as the Israeli military decimates the lives and the homes of the Palestinian people, but for the last 75 years, the Palestinians have resisted the Israeli occupation of their homeland with strength courage, and compassion. And to condemn any part of that resistance lacks any sort of solidarity for the oppressed people among the entire world. And we must remember that the Palestinians remained courageous and compassionate in the face of incredible atrocities committed against them by the Israeli military and funded by the United States government. For the first time in human history, we are watching a genocide unfold in real time before our eyes. And the American people demand that it stops. The American people demand an immediate and permanent ceasefire in Gaza and the West Bank. And here tonight, as I said, we demand that this council council pass this proclamation, but know that it's not even close to good enough for the Palestinian people. As this council sits and deliberates, the violence in Gaza escalates. Last night in Rafah, Gazans were set calling it a night of terror. They didn't know where to go. They were thinking maybe we'll leave before the Israeli ground offensive starts, but there's nowhere for them to go. They've been displaced in their home country, and so they have nowhere. And while this council sits and deliberates, the lives and of the family members of its constituents hang in the balance. Hashem and Barak Elaga. Both American citizens and the cousins of Abdullah Alaga were kidnapped by the IDF at 5 a.m. from their shelter just a couple days ago. And the mass media won't tell you what the Israeli military does to their prisoners. All the mass media will talk about are the prisoners taken by the Palestinians, by the Israeli prisoners. You won't hear about the atrocities, but my brother Abdullah will tell you. He will tell you when he comes to speak. By marching in the streets, ensuring no business as usual during a genocide and shutting it down for Palestine, the people of Denver, Colorado have sided with the Palestinian people. And now we demand that the government that speaks in our name and acts with our tax dollars do the same.
0: Thank you very much. That's your time. Our
7: next speaker.
0: Our next speaker is Maria Usman. Our next speaker is Kimberly Breslin. Our next speaker is Emily Ingram.
8: I'm seating my time to Abdullah. I think it's really important that you hear from a Palestinian who's lost over 100. We can't do that. Numbers. we
0: can't do that by our rules. Sorry, Abdullah. I'm gonna have to call on you in the in the in the line. Six days. Our ago, next speaker, Abdullah. Two American citizens. Abdullah. I'm sorry, I cannot allow Israeli you to speak. Forces. Abdullah. There are 84 people that have signed up she to just speak. Her time. We do not allow seating of time. Six days. Ago. Abdullah. Uh, Sir, I need you to sit down. Our next speaker, our next speaker is Emily Ingram.
8: Six days ago, Six days ago
9: two, American citizens,
8: two American citizens,
9: Hashem and Barack Obama,
8: Hashem and Barack Obama
9: were kidnapped by IDF soldiers
8: were kidnapped by IDF soldiers
9: and taken god knows where
8: and taken god knows where
9: along with their father and their uncle
8: along with their father and their uncle
9: during this raid
8: during this raid
9: IDF soldiers tied up and blindfolded women and children
8: IDF soldiers tied up and blindfolded women and children
9: they beat my 12 year old cousin rayan
8: They beat my 12-year-old cousin, Rayan.
9: And they left the women and children outside in the cold for hours before somebody came by and found them and untied them.
8: And they left the women and children outside in the cold for hours before someone came by and untied them.
9: They were in Al Mawasi. They are from Khan Yunus. The reason they were in Al Mawasi is because they were following the orders to evacuate by Israel. And that was not enough. There is no safe zone in Gaza.
8: There is no safe
9: zone in Gaza.
8: There's no safe zone in Gaza.
9: They keep killing us. They are slaughtering us.
8: They keep killing us. They are slaughtering us. Somehow
9: Palestinians are the only people who don't get killed. We just die by magic bullets and magical bombs fired by nobody.
8: Somehow Palestinians are only people who don't get killed. They're just magically erased.
9: You know, we're up here debating what is a genocide, debating what it means to call for a ceasefire. The language in front of you is so simple. Ceasefire now, release all the hostages. How is that anti-Semitic? How? How is that controversial? How is that anything short of humane? Be on the side of humanity. Be on the right side of history.
0: Emily?
8: be on the right side of
3: history.
0: Thank you you very much. Our next speaker. Our next speaker joins us on Zoom, Dikla Leon.
10: Hi, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay, thank you, uh, Denver City Council members, for allowing me to speak before you today. My name is Dikla Leon. I'm a proud Coloradan American and a Jew. I would like to urge you all uh, to vote no on a ceasefire resolution. On contrary to what others would like you to believe, there is no genocide in Gaza. What is happening in Gaza is a war. It is a war that was in intentionally started by Hamas, a genocidal terror organization that has been abusing the people of Gaza as well as the people of Israel for years and broke the ceasefire that was in place until October 7th, when Hamas terrorists infiltrated the border and slaughtered, raped, dismembered, burned, and kidnapped Israeli civilians Genocide requires intent, and you can see, actually, where is the intent. If you read the Hamas charter, you'll find the intent there, as well as the actions of October 7th, and even prior to that. Intent, intent that the IDF does not have. Israel is fighting Hamas, not the people of Razda. Speaking about ceasefire without demanding the release of the 134 hostages uh, still held in Gaza by Hamas and not demanding Hamas to surrender is merely anti Semite demand. As to say, let Hamas complete the October 7th massacre. As an American Jew, I'm deeply concerned to see that hate crimes against Jews. Have increased by 400% since October 7th. Across America, Jewish communities have to hire security at synagogues, schools, and community events. There have been at least three bomb threats here in Denver synagogues during the last uh, four months. In cities that have passed ceasefire resolutions, violence, hate crimes, as well as the atmosphere is not one that is safe for Jews to live. Denver City Council actions have no bearing on international policies run by the federal government. Passing such resolution will only cause a rise in anti-Semitism, racism, and hostility toward your Jewish constituents.
1: Alternatively,
10: I suggest you address the already existing anti Semitism and help your community heal. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Our next speaker in queue is Aya Ali. Our next speaker is Jeffrey Mulhrad. Our next speaker is Samaya Azizi. Our next speaker is, uh, thank you, thank you. I didn't see you, come on up. You're Samaya?
8: Yes.
6: <clears throat> <clears throat> Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, Samia Azizi. Over the past 120 years, Palestinians have been asking for a ceasefire to this ongoing genocide. And over the past 128 days, we the people have been asking for a ceasefire to this genocide. Yeah, besides two of you, the only thing that you have offered is your silence, your coward complicity, or your meaningless words of thoughts and prayers. Do you have any idea what is happening inside Gaza right now? And we know why. We know why. Some of us have done our homework to know exactly the low price that you have sold yourselves out for, to lobbyists, to APAC to having perks of dual citizenship with Israel, or to your own greedy heart, if you even have one at this point. So I'm no longer gonna stand here and ask you guys to support a resolution for a ceasefire or a permanent ceasefire because I know that you're not even gonna do that. <sighs> After everything that has been unleashed on the Palestinian children, on the Palestinian people, you will still not support that. Shame on you. So since the only thing that you have offered the Palestinians is your thoughts and prayers, I'm simply here to do the same for you. I am here to offer you and every single human being, entity, companies, corporations, governments, from city councils all the way to governments, to world leaders that stand and aid, abet Israel in this murderous genocide. I am here to offer every single one of you a very thoughtful prayer too. Rab, I pray, I pray that for every day, for the rest of your lives, day and night, you hear every scream of every Palestinian child that you dropped bombs on using our tax dollars. And when your useless lives are finally over on this earth, may every drop of blood and every drop of tears shed from our Palestinian brothers and sisters drown you all to hell for eternity. Amen. As a Muslim, as a Muslim, and someone who looks up to the Palestinian people and their resistance, I am still instructed to remain kind to you. So human to human, this is the only kind advice that I can offer you guys at this point. Take two fingers and palpate your lower back. Do you feel that hard thing? That is called your spine. Grow one. In case you guys have forgotten
0: what it looks like, I drew you a picture. Lastly, oh, lastly. Your time's up. I'm sorry, we've got to move on. Our next speaker, thank you. Thank you. Our next speaker. Our next speaker is Stanley Jones. Our next speaker is Hadi Uzman. Our next speaker is Tom Cornfield on Zoom.
1: Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Thank you. Um, first of all, I'd like to say it is a very odd to have the purview of a city council to be working on foreign policy that we have so many problems in the city. Uh, I urge you to keep your eye on the ball. Uh, I also point out that there are in Syria over the last decade, there have been tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of Muslims murdered in Syria, in Congo, hundreds of thousands, or I think millions of Christians murdered in Congo, in Rwanda the Houthis, and the Tutsis were murdered in each other, Ethiopia, the... Uh, the Tigray War going, there's a lot of murder, much bigger than what's going on in Palestine. Why are there no discussion about that? Why are people not coming to a city council? Because it's, number one, it's not your purview. Number two, I think it's, it's anti-Semitism because be- the, the death toll in this is far lower. And by the way, many of the people are Hamas fighters. Number two, they, they, you've had a couple of meetings shut down by this small fringe of people who show up to your meetings I apologize for that. I hope you can pay attention and take care of what's important. I believe there's $180 million of budget cuts that have taken, uh, will be taking effect in the next year. Uh, that's a disaster for the city. We need to work on that. Uh, next point I want to make that the, this uh, suffering of the Palestinians, they, They've been offered a two-state solution since before 1940. It has never been taken, ever. They don't want it. They do not want a two-state solution. It's that simple. This war could be over tomorrow if Hamas surrendered all the hostages, surrendered itself, and got out of Gaza. They're holding the people in Gaza hostage. That is wrong. That's immoral. That's really beyond the pale. Another point, UNRWA, the United Nations Relief Organization. In the last few days, they've discovered the UNRWA headquarters uh, is above the uh, Hamas um, server farm, where they're one of their headquarters. These cables are connected, they're working together, they know what they're doing. This relief organization is not a relief organization. People are not refugees for 70 or 80 years, that's there's no other group of people who's ever been told they're refugees for 70 or 80 years. Last point I'll make, I saw the movie of the actual atrocities going on when they were in Gaza, they were gruesome, they were horrible, but what was even worse was I saw the cheering in Gaza by the people who did it. They were exultant, they were thrilled, they were ecstatic. That's the scariest thing of all.
0: Thank you but. very much, that's the time. That concludes our general public comment session. If we did not get if we did not get to most people today, um, you can join us in the future or submit your comments in writing. Our next session will be Tuesday, February 20th. Sign-up begins at 11 a.m. on Friday, February 16th. Please stay with us for the Denver City Council meeting, which will start immediately.